2: Oh yeah. Hello and welcome everybody. It's the world famous Ben & Skin show. 1053 the fan. I'm Ben Rogers, joined by Jeff Skin Wade, Jonathan Shippy Shipman, and Kevin KT Turner, the pride and joy of Olney Texas. We are in studio today for an action-packed presentation and had a lively discussion with Sean and RJ. That's always fun. Uh getting ready for uh, Jerry Jones to join us at 10:30. But I can't help but uh noticed on the fan text as people are uh texting us in as we sit here and talk about things like character and um you know we're we're, we're talking about uh why guys would or wouldn't play hurt what is the motivation and we start talking about jalen ramsey and somebody texts in and says would you guys quit stop uh quit talking about worthless things worthless intangibles like character okay Man, I just disagree with that wholeheartedly. I think that's massively important, especially when you have this fragile ecosystem that is a locker room, and locker room chemistry is massively important, or clubhouse chemistry is important. Character is massively important. Uh, i don't I don't know how anyone could find that to be an unnecessary intangible. Yeah, I mean, it is all relative, right? The uh, Patriots will bring in low-character guys and utilize them until they cross the line and it goes against them and then they'll jettison them. And part of that has to do with, you know, establishing something and building something and all these things exist in their own little ecospheres. Uh, The Cowboys don't really... The Cowboys seek out the quote-unquote right kind of guys because that's how Garrett wants to build up that ecosystem. And he doesn't want to deal with the low-character guys, which is why, for example... The Antonio Brown thing would never get off the ground here. I could see Jerry wanting it. Uh I don't know where Steven would fall in that, but I think that would make Jason Garrett's skin crawl, right? He had to go down that road with Greg Hardy, and it was the one of I uh, probably one of his worst coaching experiences, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, that's how they that's how yeah. they go about it. Well, also in the middle of my rant, I hearkened back to a day of Jose Guzman, not Ronald Guzman. So yeah. just dump that shippy if you could. I think it's about
0: Christian Guzman. That that was, was great. 2010. Yeah,
2: that was a considerable uh, stretch from Fish, and people are texting again going, "Why are you bashing Fish?" I'm not bashing Fish. I'm just saying, not on air. I disagree with that take, and I had R.J.'s back on that, and I I'll thought bashing. that. That I, was oh, shocking. whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. The That's shocking, the story. The shocking part is that I agree with RJ, and that's why I was making such a big deal out of it, because it's never happened. You tweeted out that you had RJ's back, and I read that tweet in your RJ voice. Mm-hmm. In my head, you know, I could just
0: hear you saying that in RJ voice. Yeah. That's nothing. Uh, I like that. Okay, Todd Archer's got a weird tweet. You guys, can we just handle this real quick? I'm always, mm-hmm. always struggling to oh. say his name. Something that would be wild. He'd Back in 2002, Andy Reid attempted to get Troy Aikman out of retirement when he needed a quarterback in Philadelphia. Oh, Ultimately, here Ultimately, Aikman said no. Here it comes. Would Reid make a call to Tony Romo if Patrick Mahomes is out for a long time? With here that it comes, Andy Reid. Who said that? Todd Archer. Hold on a second. Who's Archer? Not he's not verified, though. All right, so sh- hold on. Are you sure? I don't know if we can trust him. Are you, he's you not sure verified. that might
2: be a fake Archer account? He, he's got to be verified, right? Our show just changed. Todd, the next four hours just changed once Ben heard that. I just don't know if you can trust him. Not verified. If that's I don't I wasn't aware he wasn't verified. Seventy two thousand followers. Okay, then that is really him. Mm. Um, but <laughs> I will say that Ow. he's very wired into Tony. What? <laughs> wow, that's hot. <laughs> How do you mean? Oh. I mean just exciting. <laughs> and uh, and he's not a guy who just throws things out there at all. That's that is the truest of all truisms, man. Yes. He doesn't get on like that. So that's interesting to me. That's very interesting to me. By the way, when we were uh, talking about Jerry, speaking of us, I I don't like to look at the text messages very much because because there's so much straight poison on it, mm-hmm. but. People, if you compliment Jerry Jones, people get really upset.
0: I think most still think half the fan base hates Jerry. I just think, all I the, still think it's about 50-50. I just think 80% of the people that text in
2: frequently are just dissatisfied in general with the world. I don't yeah, think so that. it's a very loud minority. No, there's, there's, no I'm just saying that text in frequently. Like, a text will come in, and you'll look at it, and then you'll see the number go, oh, that's their 11th text today in which they're bitching about something. Oh, yeah. Here's one that says, your lips are so firmly planted on his arse, it's ridiculous. That's oh. actually from Steven. Uh, here's one that says, Ben, don't tease the fans. Seriously, you're not going to ask the hard questions.
0: All right. Yeah, Ben. Why don't you hold Jerry accountable? Seriously? I've been wanting you to
2: do that. Uh huh. Can you
0: yell some more? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh. Okay. What are you gonna
2: tell Jerry? He sucks. Yeah. Uh, you guys. Okay. So of course, uh, Sean and RJ get killed, uh, and G-Bag get killed for the way that they interview Jerry. Right. Killed. This this guy's saying, "Oh, those guys fire the fastballs at him. You guys don't. You kiss ass." Okay. I think kid. that's true. I think yeah. the
0: emotional. this we talked about fanatics, fans. The, this is the the most telling thing is by uh, Sunday, no one wants to hear anything good about the Cowboys. They don't want you to come in here and say anything positive about the game on Monday mm-hmm. or even Tuesday. But by Wednesday, if you want to pick the Eagles to win the game, they're like, what? What, the Eagles suck? Why? <laughs> like, There's a lot of like... I'm always... You know, but, and that's how, hey, that's fine. That's Everyone's allowed to ebb and flow with how they feel about things. It's Look, all good.
2: You don't want to paint the world with a giant, broad paintbrush. But one thing that I, I found is that when I pull up my Twitter account and I look at someone and their avatar has some sort of cowboy star in it, it's just a siren going off that says, irrational, 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 and it'll you can just go back and look through their tweets and it's like, a person with a split personality it doesn't have to be you don't no. have to make a blanket statement that's um, what i'm saying i don't want to paint with the yeah. broad brush but my experiences and and getting twitter reaction and looking at it's going oh we're going to go down this path again now there are uh some positive text messages coming in thank you very much yeah. here's one that says sup. It. sup guys how's it going hey it's going well that's Thanks for the, text again. Uh, Autoflex leasing Fantex eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. 877-881-1053. Here's one. No bitching here. Uh, here's one that says, I text you guys because I like you guys. Well, we love you. Thank you very much. Eh. Here's one that says, hey, I love the world and I love you guys. Come on, man. We love you too. Thank you very much. For the supportive uh, people out there who uh, interact with the show that actually send in Positive text messages. I love you. We're fine disagreeing all day long. We love the differing opinions, but people that just send in the hateful poison, um, y'all can eat one. Okay, so let me ask you this. Is, what this, what? is you know. this is this a, you is this a fart? You know it, better than anyone. Is this a funny person? Is this a funny person or is this someone that's legitimately hating us? Probably funny. Probably hating us. You're all a bunch of Jerry Fart sniffers. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I've always thought that was a funny that's, great, that's a funny insult. I love that. I that's uh amazing. That a fart? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, uh I'll be last night with you, I did fart. Yep. Uh <laughs> Last night, uh Pat Mahomes with a disgusting uh knee injury, dislocated kneecap. Um Travis Kel- <laughs> Travis Kelsey says uh it was crazy looking, it didn't even look like a knee. Um so dislocated kneecap.
0: So is Mahomes done for the year? MRI today, won't know. We've heard 3 weeks, could be a full season. Not not real sure. Are going to get the MRI? Um, did, what, so did they pop it back in place They popped it back in place. Yeah. They I moved would, it side to side, popped it back in
2: place. I'd be really surprised if he takes and, football field again in the 2019 and season. He,
0: and he walked off. Kron yep.
2: Butler walked off. Kron Butler, Butler walked off and didn't play for five to six months.
0: You know, that's the thing. The difference in those two injuries, in my opinion, is that Kron Butler was wearing shorts, and you could see the kneecap. Ugh, so uh, last gross. thing you know, there's a knee pad covering up the knee. But they did. You could see it move it horizontally back onto the actual I guess knee head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what it's called a kneecap, right? I, I couldn't help. <laughs> uh,
2: the minute I saw that, I uh, was at my son's baseball game. Boy, I love going to youth baseball games when it's real cold outside. That's <laughs> the best. Oh, you're it's right. so much fun. Asked my son if he was signing up for the next league. You still want to keep playing I baseball? I love baseball. <laughs> yep. You're going to be practicing twice a week, sometimes on Friday nights. Yep. I, are you sure? Because, I mean, let's really talk about this. But it was uh, freezing cold last night watching baseball, and my friend showed me the injury. And I'm like, the first thing I thought about was Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. This is why it's so dangerous to go out there and just get paid $2 million and leave 28 to $33 million on the table. Mm-hmm. And a quarterback sneak, I wouldn't expect a guy to get hurt on a quarterback sneak. I Because know. it's like, I, I don't know that I've ever seen a guy get hurt on a quarterback sneak. I mean, obviously it's a big pile and you're moving forward and you fall down. And, you know, it's, it's, I realize there's the potential to get rolled up on there, but
0: it, you just don't see a lot of knee injuries from quarterbacks and quarterback sneaks. I've never seen one. It's the play that should be used more than any other play in the league. The quarterback sneak should be used way more often. Think about the Cowboys used a quarterback sneak on third and one against the Jets. Dak is a giant human. He and, would get that yard, and, and it, especially on the goal line, we've seen Brady become a master at this. All you got to do is reach the ball out over the plane, yep. and you're good. That's yep. All you got to do. Yep. Um, so the quarterback sneak needs to be used more. I'm not going to let one injury to, to the best player in the league, possibly, you know, ruin how I feel about that. But you know, it's interesting that the Chiefs. So Matt Moore came in and was competent. Now they were playing the Broncos.
2: Did it? Uh, by the way, did anybody on the show know that Matt Moore was the backup quarterback in Kansas City when it
0: happened? I was uh, I was at the Alamo Draft House for a Dos Equis appearance last night, guys. And I was hanging out with some good tolos, really good people last love, night, hanging out. Love like. a good back team. And I was like, "Who's the backup?" And uh, uh, two of I had two guys there that were buddies of mine named Matt. So one of the Matts was like, "Oh, it's Matt Moore." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, great." How old is he now? Gosh. Wasn't he a backup quarterback
2: here? No, wasn't he a backup quarterback here like 25 years ago? Yeah.
0: Hey, he was pretty good last night. He was fine, right? I I didn't see any of it. I mean, he's 35 now. Holy crap. Yeah,
2: I I thought he was older than that. So, with him, with Mahomes being out, I I would assume he's going to miss the rest of the season. I think so. Uh, you know the the people who are probably happiest about that they probably won't say it are, are the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Things just got a lot easier for them in the in the AFC. Is there anybody else? If the Chiefs are without Mahomes, is there anybody else who can step up and contend with the Patriots in the AFC? I don't think so.
0: You don't think Houston could beat them in, uh, a, in, a, in a pinch?
2: <sighs> I don't. I don't know. I think Houston is just so volatile. It's not Utah, likely, but no, no. But that's good, that's a good, that's a fair one to bring up. He, I could, I'll, I'll put it to you like this. If Houston can do it, I, then I would say the Colts can do it. Uh, I don't think there's that much difference in Houston and
0: the Colts. You and Houston the has way more fantastic. weapons offensively. They do? Not as good defensively, of course. But Right. Way more weapons offensively, they could kind of challenge. Things. Even you know, the Patriots e- bold. Hey, we're we'll take away your be- best players. Well, okay, go take away DeAndre Hopkins. We'll see if Will Fuller can spring loose, and and, and we'll you, see if Kiki Kuti can do something, and, and we'll give it to Duke Johnson and Carlos Hyde. They've got a way, dude. Even
2: with Tunsil, they got a bad offensive line. You want to go up against the Patriots with a bad offensive line?
0: No. No. You don't no. want to go up
2: against anybody cool. with a bat. But you know my point. The, the Patriots are going to be licking their chops going, Ow, okay, watch this. Lamar could get someone too, though, maybe. Skin. Lamar could Mike, Mike Vick someone, maybe. How much time have you given to thinking about the Madden curse because Mahomes is on the cover oh, of Madden. Okay. Wow. And once again, oh, wow. in your face, witchcraft is happening. Yeah. You need to acknowledge it. Your thoughts. Yeah. Was he? And he was also on the How cover. How is he running with a broken leg? Of, he was also on the cover of Sports Illustrated, right? The jinx is real. No, Dak was. Uh, oh! oh! Coming oh! up next, Dak acknowledges he was on the cover of SI and says the most shocking thing I think he said in two or three years. We'll oh, play man. you the audio next right here on the fan. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect co-worker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things won't Will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co-worker of yours. All right, it's Ben and Skin Show, 105.3 The Fan. You can text in anytime you want, 877-881-1053. This guy says, KT knows more about football and you guys are constantly dismissing his opinions. It blows my mind. Is that how you feel,
0: Kevin? Hey guys, why don't you start missing my opinions? Wait, now I go home what? and still watch mean? more. Well, Dismissing. No. Yeah, Dismissing? That's a terrible opinion. I disagree with that guy. I think we—you uh... guys have always, throughout my career, hyped me up more than uh plus skins the football guy. Thank yeah. you, Shippy. Right. That now my basketball my mind. stuff. My basketball stuff, you guys have been I, listening to a little closer lately. <laughs> I feel like
2: you're our basketball guy now. Mm-hmm. Are you talking uh, to Shippy? Yep. Listen. And 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 the text messages are coming in like crazy uh. since we started talking about it. And make no mistake, those of you who uh send in constructive, positive, quality text messages, we love you. We appreciate it. And it's fantastic. There's more of you than the trolls. But there are a handful of trolls. That I would block on Twitter or any other social media that's just continue to send in text after text. So we appreciate them listening as well. Those are the people we're talking about. We're not talking about you. If you're a good person, you're sending in good stuff. We're not talking about you. We're talking about people who are sending in that hateful poison. Okay. Somebody who listens to our show, who thinks we disrespect KT's football opinion. You're not listening good enough. KT is a monster. He's a beast. I heard you disagree one time. If they
0: didn't respect my football opinion, I wouldn't be allowed to talk in football segments. All right. Hey, shut up for a second. Shut up. Shut up. We're doing important stuff. Go back to your
2: room. Sorry about KT. Hey, uh, I want to read this because
0: it's confusing to me.
2: It says, I met Ben at the field house in Frisco taking his son to play ball. Very cool, approachable, and friendly. But it's in all caps. I don't know why he's yelling that at me.
0: <laughs> I met Ben
2: at the Fieldhouse in Frisco. I liked meeting you. It was a pleasure. Although the officiating at the Frisco field house is trash. Although that's not an indication of anything about you. Nice to meet you as well. I'm going to assume that that guy's on a laptop. You can't do all caps on a phone without it being a total beating, right? And God bless everybody who does approach. It's really nice to meet loyal listeners. That's what's been great about Pluckers. Mm -hmm. So many people have come out to have lunch with us at Pluckers. It's been a lot of fun. So please keep doing that. We want to meet you. We want to thank you for listening. All right, uh, let's get to this. Our friend Bobby Belt discovered it and called it to our attention. I think it's fantastic. I think there's a lot here. So this first clip we're going to play you is... Dak reacting to the question about getting off to slow starts. What can can this team do to not get off to slow starts? So let's listen to this first one.
0: I mean, it starts with the preparation. Uh, it starts with the way that we, we prepare all week long. Uh, started yesterday. Started really before then. Had a great day today. We'll continue to have great days
2: throughout the week. Uh, and just allowing the way we practice to carry over to the game. Uh, we've got to make it harder at practice, which we've done. Uh, then the game is easier. So it's just guys taking that having that mindset about the way that they practice, the way that they approach anything. Uh, and no payoff pay off come the game. Okay. So uh, he's sitting there basically saying, hey, to get off to a better start, this is about what we're doing in practice. But if, you, if you're just kind of like letting it wash over you, it sounds like a very generic answer, right? Well, we need to practice better. Everybody's got to practice, practice, practice. So there's a follow-up question about that. And listen to Dak's answer and tie it back to the first one.
0: I mean, I think it's more individual, uh, individualized. I mean, I always practice hard. I mean, that's just the way I go. And I'm saying I think uh, more individuals need to do that. And that's what I said just from,
2: just from the outlook of it, just from my eye, I think they did. That is the closest you will get to a leader calling out his teammates. He is very much calling out his teammates. And you really know he's calling it out because he says, I always do. I just think some of the individuals, he's saying that individuals are not going hard in practice, and that's why they're going out there on the field and they're off to slow starts. Wow. That's that's powerful stuff. Uh, and I wonder also, is he calling out Garrett? And he's not, first of all, He's not calling anyone out like with an agenda. No. Practice? If he if anyone is getting called out here, it would just be accidental. You know what I mean? Like he's not he doesn't have an agenda I'm going to trash my teammates, I'm going to trash my coach. I, uh, he's just being real. And and so isn't this a reflection of Garrett as well? If his team is not practicing hard, isn't that on Garrett? I think that's a great question. I think that's fair. Um I what I think he's doing is I think he's holding specific guys accountable that aren't carrying their weight, but he's not going to go out and say their name. Zeke. Uh, maybe Zeke. Who? Maybe Jalen. I mean, the, uh, we were all speculating, right? But we're all sitting here speculating because we all have these same conversations about why is this guy doing this or this guy doing this or whatever. But I, I hadn't even thought about your Garrett point, and I think that's an excellent point, Ben. Why wouldn't the coach get these guys in shape? And, you know, the other reason why I thought Jalen Smith – is because we had that clip a week ago of Ben Bloom jumping Jalen and, and Van Der Esch's ass about if you guys tackle like you're doing right now in a game, Le'Veon Bell's going to run all over you guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ben Bloom is losing his mind. And so let's let's like start connecting the dots. We have audio of guys getting called out for the way they're practicing. We have Dak saying he said individuals. He used that word. He did not say, hey, the 53 of us collectively Mm -hmm. need to practice harder. And then he said he knows that he's bringing it. He's specifically saying guys are not bringing it on the same level. And then let's rewind two weeks when he said guys are kind of sniffing themselves. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's think about who would be sniffing themselves. Guys who just got paid. I mean, would I'm be, sorry would to be sniffing d- themselves. It, it, right, I'm with you, dude. I'm, or I'm... or vandresh it might be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Vandresch is a guy who has gotten a lot of love. Oh my God, he's the chosen one. He's the next Luke Keekley Right. What hey, is he rookie, really? We don't need Sean Lee anymore.
0: We have you. Yeah, right, great. Yeah. And to be fair, we can't see practice. We no. don't know. I mean, we're speculating wildly. anything. But like, like, I, do I want Demarcus Lawrence practicing hard if he's got like seven minor injuries? Not really. No, do you guys I really re- don't want. I don't want. I, I don't need him out there tearing it up. But you know? do you guys think that Demarcus Lawrence is underperforming? Because I don't know that
2: I do. I honestly uh, no. He's not underperforming. I don't think so. He's leading, or he's among the league leaders, and being double teamed, and he's the Cowboys' leader in splash plays. It's impossible to say he's underachieving. There's no help. Nobody's doing anything next to him in the interior of that defensive line. And again, this is totally. Unreasonable, right. irrational, unfair speculation. We're but shooting from the hip. We're just maybe. shooting from the hip. We're just thinking out loud. I I would think that this is not about D law in any way. I would tend to think it's not about Jalen, just because of the way Jalen's wired. Right, Jalen's a guy who's going to show up so happy to be at practice. He, he he is loving life, being a Dallas Cowboy. I can't. I think his issues are physical. He has problem throwing on the brakes and he kind of runs past everything or he's guessing i don't think it's work ethic for him because i think he's got incredible character like near the top of the team yeah okay so i want to say this before we move on to jerry maybe we should ask jerry about this but ben i think you can have high degree of character and relax Mm -hmm. i mean i just think i I just i think about myself i don't think i'm a low character person Uh, but i think if i got paid a ton of money dude i would exhale and go yeah i know i know me i know i would Mm Uh, and then I think sometimes you don't even realize the things you're doing and you need the people around you to go, bro, over here, come on now. We know you can do it. You've done it before. Let's all pull in the same direction here. And, and, but Dak wouldn't need to say that publicly unless what he did say to them face to face was not working. Oh, I love all this. I tell you what, let's talk about this with Jerry Jones. The uh, owner of the Dallas Cowboys calls in next on the Ben and Skin Show, 1053 the fan. We're super excited to talk to the owner and general manager of the Dallas Cowboys right now, Jerry Jones. How you doing today, Mr. Jones?
1: Good morning, man. Beautiful day. Uh
2: ready to roll. Uh
1: we've um it's all set up. Let's uh, let's play.
2: No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Well, we've so looked forward to these visits with you, and we're gonna dive right into this thing and and ask you. I think I know the answer mathematically, but I want to know what's on your mind right now. Is this a must-win game for you guys this week?
1: Oh, listen, uh, I think that if you really look at it, you've got to anticipate possible disappointments as you move on through the schedule. So when you really think about it and start doing the very mathematics, every game needs to be won, and that's almost trite. And so that game was a big one last week in the grand scheme of things. And uh, we're going to need, we're going to need it. And if not, we're going to have to have made up for it by uh, doing something on the road. Or doing something in the last uh, part of the game or last second possession, we've got to get it done because it's that competitive to be able to be in the playoffs and have a shot.
2: You know, one of the reasons the team is three and three and there's some frustrations is because of these slow starts and, You know, we can talk about focus and all these different kind of things. Dak was asked about it the other day, and he was talking about certain individuals need to practice better. And it was we kind of caught us off guard because, you know, Dak didn't name names specifically, but he did use the word individuals. And it's real interesting coming from someone who is such a fantastic leader like Dak. Do you get the sense that some of these issues you guys are having are created in practice scenarios that are carrying out onto the field?
1: Yeah. I'm a firm believer that repetition is is football. Uh, It's doing the same thing over and over again. Now, if you put in to something, whether it be food in your body or what have you, what you put in is what comes out as far as results are concerned. If you put in sloppy practicing, if you put in a cavalier attitude about the Christmas of a, play, a route, or or your hand placement on a block, that's what you're going to see when it comes out when in a ball game. So I completely understand. And frankly, uh, that's uh, uh, been a premise that most coaches should stress and have stressed for as long as I've been associated with it. You've got to practice this game. This game is work to practice. I said the other day on the radio, nobody just goes out and hits each other for the fun of it. They'll shoot baskets, playgrounders, they'll do that stuff in other sports. Not here. Mm. This is hard work. Put it in hard. That's what we do out here, certainly three days a week, actually five days a week. But uh, uh, I think we're doing that, and I think we're all looking for ways to uh, start fast and come out on the better end. Uh,
2: Not to put words in your your mouth, Jerry, I want to make sure I understand, do you feel like that – what we're talking about there is not emblematic of this particular team the last several weeks, do you Did think? Not,
1: you are putting words in my mouth.
2: <laughs> well, I'm asking, I'm asking. I'm asking for clarification. Okay, let's
1: don't do that. I don't let's want don't to. Do that. I'm not going to let you do it. Okay. I, what I'm saying is the better we practice, the better we'll play. I believe that. And I'm not addressing any particular individual or any team or any situation. The better we practice, the better we play. Every team that plays a game as we can. If they had practiced better, they will play better.
2: Talking to Jerry Jones on the Ben and Skin Show 105.3 The Fan. This is brought to you by Ford. Ford is the best in Texas. If your injury woes continue at the wide receiver spot, would you consider bringing in Antonio Brown?
1: Again, uh, I don't want to be talking about any of the player. I like her depth. We've got guys that we haven't. 81. We've got some players out there that uh, I think uh, give us as good a depth at receiver that we have on the squad. Uh, let me be real clear about that as I've seen us have in years. So uh, uh, I'm not speaking to Antonio. I'm not speaking to anybody. But I would uh, believe we'd go with the depth we have.
2: Uh, Jerry, what are some of the things that would stand out to you if a coach has, quote-unquote, lost the team? Now, just so you know, for context, we don't think Jason's lost the team. We're not implying that. But what are some of the – I mean, it's happened before. You've seen it before. What kind of stands out to you?
1: Oh, I think uh, 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 shooting ourselves in the foot or making mistakes uh, uh, that you can easily go back on any game. But you can certainly go back to one against the Jets. Uh, We didn't get in the end zone. We got the call on uh, uh, interference down there in the end zone. Touchdown didn't count. So uh, uh, I think our own mistakes uh, are the thing that would stand out. And uh, uh, that's uh, how you do that is each individual uh, sits down and takes uh, his area of responsibility and he tries to get better. And, uh, by the way, uh, that is what happens you have attrition from injury in the NFL because of the uh, uh, because of just the, the nature of the game but uh, you also have improved players that uh, are uh, available you have improved play you have improved tackling you have improved blocking uh, you read the other day where it said if I had Uh, maybe uh, made a different cut there. I could have broken that one for a bigger game. That's the kind of thing that uh, uh, you can uh, dwell on and think about and improve on.
2: So, uh, Sean Sharif was asking us about this. He wanted us to ask you, and I think it's a good question. Uh, You know, I would assume in terms of you going in and saying, hey, this team needs uh, a talk with with me. This team needs a a come-to-Jerry meeting. Uh, Are you at that point now, or or could you see this kind of getting to that point anytime soon?
1: Let's don't assume that, and you started your question off, let's assume that uh, your assumption is not correct, and it isn't. Uh, I don't have uh, uh, the ultimate is to come uh, to uh, my office. I don't have that policy, and uh, I continually uh, to uh, uh, work with everybody that's involved here to see if there are areas that we could be better on. We did that last year. We did it after we lost to Washington. In Washington, We got better, sat there before I left town, and made the trade on Cooper. Uh, we made changes in the coaching staff. Now, what I am for is moving within uh, the, the bounds of what's in the reasonable uh, I am for continually look for ways that you can change and improve. Whether it be personnel or whether it be what we're doing with the personnel. But, and yes, I spend a lot of time there.
2: I would imagine so talking to Jerry Jones here on the Ben and Skin Show, one oh five three, the fan. Uh, are you I don't know if the word satisfied, are you pleased with the direction of the offense? I mean, obviously it was crazy dynamic the first three three weeks and then has come back a little bit. Are you Are you encouraged by the direction the offense is going?
1: Yeah, I really like the way we uh, did. I'm going to be frank with you. I, I like the way we were going the first three games. In general, we had some slow starts a couple of times in three games. But in general, I like the way we were going the first three, and uh, I'd like to see us improve on our starts in the last three. So uh, I'm sure everybody's rolling their eyes and saying, well, duh. We all do, but uh, uh again uh, we've got to uh, we've got to improve uh we're going to be playing better teams. The teams that weren't good in the start of the year have a good chance to be much better by the time we get to them at the end of our schedule. Uh, you've got to assume that, and uh, every game, every game is going to be a small super Bowl for us.
2: So, Jerry, I'm going to ask you a tough question here. I know you, you like fastballs. It's not a problem for you. I once asked Jay Ratliff this same question, and I think I may have almost died. Uh, so it's a dangerous question. But in all seriousness, with regard to these last three weeks, I'm just curious. We had such high expectations for this team, and and many still do. And, you know, this has been a bad stretch for this club. So, in your opinion, in, and during this three-game stretch, is this team overhyped? Did we maybe think there was more talent than there is? Or is this team not meeting expectation because of scheme or prep or those types of things?
1: I think we have in place a team capable of competing in the playoffs, and I think we have a team that's capable of going far in the playoffs if we get in the playoffs. It's capable of that. but Along the way, we're going to have to make adjustments along the way. We're going to uh, uh, have to uh, take a step back. Uh, that's what's happened to us the last three weeks. Uh, I like, uh, again, the fact uh, that we won our first three because it allowed us to lose our last three and still be three and three. I told you I was going to be trying. Uh, if we'd lost those first three plus the last three, we'd be you nowhere. Know uh, now, that's a, a ridiculous statement if, in fact, you don't realize that every time you win one, uh, you gain on it and then you uh, stand, in place, or lose, uh, step back when you lose. I look at the big picture. I look at the long-term picture. Uh, we don't quit trying to uh, 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 get these games under our belt. We never know what the record might be that gets you in the playoffs. So every series, every quarter,
2: is a big deal. Talking to Jerry Jones here on the Ben and Skin show 1053 the fan uh the uh, the injury to Tyrone Crawford was not good this def- interior part of the defensive line is I think probably struggle. I think that's a fair assessment. Maybe you feel differently. Um what what kind of things can happen to improve on the interior of this defense especially with a really good player like Crawford going down. Are you guys going to look outside yeah, the organization? That was a
1: loss. That was a loss, uh, uh, a setback, uh, but uh, the place that we were the longest in with our position, uh, as far as numbers, was the defensive line. And we get getting Woods back. Uh, we uh, uh, should have uh, uh, players that, uh, that get better in there. You can have veteran players that get better. And uh, I think... Uh, uh, the, the, the opposition has a lot to do with that. Their schemes, uh, all of those things we're putting in our computer, uh, we will make the adjustments. I've got a lot of, of uh, confidence in uh, our front, and I've got a lot of, front of confidence in the front with the people that are coaching them. So uh, uh, I think that front can be a strength of the team. I'm talking about the down lineman as well as the linebacker.
2: So, Jerry, from a team-building standpoint – Uh, we we always talk about this. Is it about sustainability, keeping that winning window open for as long as you possibly can? Or is it about knowing, okay, we are in that window. Let's go for it. Let's trade future assets to go for it right now to get something that can help us right now. And is your philosophy in terms of team building and and where you guys are as a team that maybe you're one player away right now that if if somebody was out there, you'd go ahead and trade future assets? Or is it about the long path, being good for a long time and holding on to those picks?
1: Yeah, that is the issue relative to uh, uh, the good thing about the NFL, the fact that we're, our teams are, frankly, as even as they are. Uh, that's hard to determine. Uh, I, uh, In the past, I have visited with uh, uh, Ozzie Newsom of Baltimore Ravens, and when they won their Super Bowl, They really didn't think they were in a team-building mood. As a matter of fact, they thought they were looking uphill. And then things really fell right for them. They played better at the end. They got in the tournament. They won the tournament and won the Super Bowl with a team that at this juncture uh, had a lot of uh, uh, things to wonder about. Uh, That does happen. I see it happen. And so I don't think you ever write yourself off. That's my answer, because if you don't write yourself off, then you need to be every decision you make needs to be for getting. If, in fact, you give up a lot, just like we did last year for Amari Cooper, that really should stand on its own. Certainly, you've got the overhanging where you are as an overall talent that's going to be there playing with Amari Cooper. But you got to ask yourself the main question. Is Amari Cooper work two first-round draft picks? That's how we made that trade, and that's why we made it. He was worth two first-round draft picks.
2: Talking to Jerry Jones here on the Ben and Skin Show, a lot of people text this in. You can text in 877 It's been discussed on the station. Do you believe that the offensive approach has been way different the last three weeks versus the first three weeks going into the game?
1: You know, I think that when I look at our installations in the spring, then I saw it carried to training camp. I saw what we uh, wanted uh, and wanted to direct our attention to. Uh, I think that uh, uh, we've uh, uh, certainly uh, not deviated from the flexibility that we wanted to build into this team back as far back as the spring flexibility, the ability to have more uh, options with our offense, do more things, uh, change up uh, some areas relative to how we might block uh, or at least have the option to change it up during the game or game to game. We've got more flexibility than we had this time last year. The fact that we may not look the same from week to week is just using that flexibility. Now, that may not work for that game. Uh, You may have should have stayed with what you did, uh, uh, maybe the first ball game. But flexibility is there for us. It is a broader. uh, We have more options. We have a bigger portfolio to run with our offense than we've had in the past. I'm seeing that portfolio used in the first six games.
2: So, Jerry, seeing a, a quarterback uh, go down last night with a pretty serious injury on a, on a quarterback sneak on a play, you don't really see uh, quarterbacks hurt them uh, get hurt that badly on quarterback sneaks very often. And um, you having a quarterback who doesn't yet have his long-term deal done does that, in your opinion, uh, kind of give them some sort of incentive to say, hey, man, we need to, we need to get this deal done because every play out there, you're one play away from a serious injury?
1: Well, I, I think that's a difference. That, uh, 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 but in this day and time, uh, significant contracts, the, uh, as Dak has implied himself, generational contracts uh, to not have it signed and sealed has uh, more uh, ambiguity for what's going to happen in the future relative to the money than the one that is signed. Uh, that's not just as a player. Uh, we might not, uh, none, of, none of us know what tomorrow brings. Uh, having said that, you started off with the quarterback snake. I'm a big advocate of quarterback snake. I'm, I'm, uh, I don't like taking the ball back two and a half yards to uh, hand it and then go get, try to get six inches or a foot or a half a yard. Uh, I like the starting closer to it. So I like a quarterback stick. Uh, to some degree, it's a higher percentage of uh, scoring with a quarterback sneak. Why doesn't everybody run it? You saw it last night. that's yeah. a pretty, that, uh, that's a pretty uh, sensitive play to have all that pile and all those people landing on it.
2: No question. And then, uh, Mr. Jones, to end on a high note here, here we are with uh, this time of year, the temperature starts dropping a little bit. You can hear high school bands practicing early, early in the morning, and you got high school football, college football, the NFL. It is fully cranked up and going. Uh, Is this your favorite part of the year? Why or why not?
1: Well, uh, the fall has always been... uh, second to me when I was early because I love no school and summer vacations. As a matter of fact, I live for them, <laughs> and uh, a lot of my friends did too. But as far as the fall is concerned and uh, the culmination of our game, football, now I know the the uh, playoffs and World Series are about to start, but here it is October, uh, but November, December, that's the apex of uh, football, whether it be high school, college, or pro. And uh, that's where I've always loved our game, not only from the standpoint of the feel-good, but also from the standpoint of that's where the most people want to watch, what people want to watch this time of year. It's called the fourth quarter. And the fourth quarter is when you want most of the eyeballs glued to that TV set, those decision-makers, because it's Thanksgiving, Christmas, it's that period of time. So our game is right where it should be there. And so I love it from that standpoint as well. Uh, So I do like to see Paul come.
2: Hey, Jerry, thanks for your uh, willingness to dance with us on all this stuff. We appreciate it. Go get you a W Sunday night. We'll talk to you next week.
1: Well, I didn't know you had a back door on this phone. What am I to do once you load it up for me?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hit that escape hatch, baby. No, y'all go get a win. We'll talk to you next week. All right, buddy. Bye-bye. There there he goes, Jerry Jones. Uh, Really good stuff from him. Ben and Skid Show, 105.3 The Fan.